LIW Westworld Review is brought to you by a premonition you had as a child. That dream is becoming a reality. Loitering in Wonderland Westworld Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW Westworld Review, episode two. Today's episode is Future World, which apparently is a fucking movie. Didn't know that really. I knew a little bit ahead of time, but not too much. I think I heard of it a long time ago and promptly ignored it because fuck that. Why would I want to watch that? I didn't really care for the first one when I saw it. Again, I just rewatched the Westworld, the original movie, and the last episode. I liked it a little more than the first time I've seen it or I saw it, but not that much. It's kind of boring. And holy shit, does it get worse because this sequel is dog shit. This movie's terrible. You know what? Let's just get into it. I'm just going to speed through it, and we'll, we'll deal with it when we get there. Any problems that come up? Uh, 1976, directed by Richard T. Heffron, who didn't direct shit, really. He just directed a bunch of TV, and they made him do this, it feels like, and then he just did a bunch of bullshit after this and then promptly died. So that's what you do, because when you direct shit like this, you die. Okay. This one's got some eyeball opening credits. It zooms in on Peter Fonda's face, and he's naked on a slab, just like the robots are. And immediately you're like... Oh, is he a robot? Okay. I guess that's the that's the, gonna be the twist. Peter Fonda is Chuck Browning. He wrote about Westworld after the first slaughter. And he I, I guess he's a he's a journalist. He's um he meets this guy named Frenchie, who who keeps calling him. But as he shows up there, he gets killed. Frenchie does, and he has paint on his coat. I guess he got killed via paint on his coat, and he says, Delos. I don't know what the fuck that means. It's the company who runs Westworld in the first movie. I assume Peter knows what that is because he wrote about it. Anyway, he um, they do this thing where they show he goes to Delos in this board meeting where they're gonna inter- they're gonna allow journalists there. They, they want the media to be a part of the whole thing as a re- the re- rebranding basically, and they're doing a new Westworld thing. It's not Westworld, but Future World. And they want the media to be a part of it. And as long as they treat them properly, and they'll be like, we want you here just as a sign of good faith and that you don't, like, basically don't railroad us and get people hating us for no reason. We're really trying. That's what they're saying. Obviously, we know it's not going to go that way. And they do this thing that I fucking hate in movies where they show, like, security footage. And it's like, this happened. And then it's like the gunslinger shooting um, James Brolin. And it's just literally footage from the fucking movie. I'm like, where are these fucking cameras? This is just footage from the movie. These aren't like your security cameras. This is so fucking dumb. I hate when they do that. They do it so much. I hate when they pretend like that's the reality of the movie. It really bothers me. I know I'm being picky, but it fucking does. Fuck you. Okay, there's an airplane ride. And it's literally like an airplane ride from the movie Airplane. Um, the Zucker Brothers wrote this fucking scene, I swear. It's like the most racist thing I've ever seen in my life. But in airplane, it's supposed to be funny. But in this airplane, it's just like Japanese people over here. If you're from Africa, you go over here. You got your weird little dance. You got your little drums, and you sit in a circle. And there's this like Russian guys over here, and it's just like it's like uh, hands across America or hands across the world or something. It's just very very racist in like the most generic way possible. It's just the movie called Santa Claus from like the fifties, I want to say, where it's just like Santa goes to every continent and country and culture and it's just the most racist fucking thing you'll ever see in your life but they're not trying to be racist but it holy shit does it come across racist anyway everyone's like this big grand caricature of where they're from 
It's fucking stupid. They talk about having sex with robots and how great it is, and you can't go back from it. Nope, nope. Once you fuck a robot, that's it. Literally, your dick gets stuck in it, and you cannot remove it. You are there for life. Okay. We pull back, and we see, like, the Delos guys, and they're talking about, oh, there's this Russian guy, and there's this Japanese guy, and then the two reporters are their special guests. Let's keep a special eye on them, and you realize they're important, and, you know, Peter Fonda's one of them. It's him. It's uh, His partner is Tracy Ballard, played by Blythe Danner. Um, and then a Japanese guy and a, and a Russian guy. That's all you need to know. Um, they get there, and then this, there's this guy who won the contest in here named Harry. No, his name's not Harry. That's the other guy. He There's this guy who won a game show game or something like that or a drawing, and he's super fucking proud of it, and he keeps talking about it. And he's like, what about you? You, you uh, How are you looking or something like that? And he starts flirting with a fucking robot, and she's like, oh, no, sir. I'm a 500. I'm not programmed for sex. I'm like, that is a great line that an actress had to say several times probably. Because there's no fucking way he let her get away with one take. That guy was just ogling the shit out of her. So they there's yet another medieval world and Roman world. And then there's West not Westworld, but Future World. And I'm like, you realize that Westworld wasn't really the problem. It was the robots and the fact that you guys didn't do your fucking jobs correctly. But they replaced just the Westworld because the name of the movie in the first one was Westworld. They could still have Westworld and Future World. They didn't have to get rid of the one that was named in the last movie. It didn't really seem to make sense to me, but whatever. And they're getting on a train. They're going, basically, they're going to Future World to write about it later. So it's a win-win for everybody, or so you think at the beginning. You know something's going on, obviously. Uh, there's a there's a voice in the tram that's like, you get to walk in space and on the moon, ski the Martian ice caps, ride an asteroid, all the thrills of deep space. <laughs> and you're like, God damn. Because then there's, when they're on the tram, it's just like constant reminders of how safe it is here. It's like, oh, your safety here at Future World is, is going to be, is going to be pure. It's perfect. You will not be harmed. You cannot get hurt here. Even if you think you can, it's just, that's how it's supposed to look. And I'm like, I would rather hear nothing. Not one. I don't want to hear the word safety. After, more so, I'd rather not hear it once than hear it every 23 seconds on the fucking, over the intercom. It's safe. Reminder, it's safe. It sounds so fucking insecure. It's like people who are constantly telling you how great they are at things usually suck because they're just like overcompensating for how shitty they are at it. So it's like, we're safe. Um, except for that one time when everybody got slaughtered in both Roman world, medieval, and Westworld, and they all died and everybody got killed. <laughs> we got a lawsuit in oblivion. But here we are. We're back and it's safe. <laughs> Boy, is it safe. Okay. There's a thing where they, you, for Future World, you, you're supposed to be going to the moon or some shit like that. So you actually are, they put you in this fake, obviously, rocket ship. And then you, you act like you're the pilot. And it's just like people freaking out. I don't, it was a really stupid, <laughs> it was a really stupid sequence. And where they, you know, they launch the ship into space. And then they get out. They have like the zero gravity thing somehow. I don't know how they did that. What the fuck ever, I don't care, future shit, whatever. After all, this is 1985. They can do whatever they want, right? <laughs> uh, the uh, Russian general, he takes some weird drug while he's in Roman times, and, and all of a sudden he sees himself with, like, there's lots of dancers behind him, and then, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. There's, like, a weird dance sequence, and the Japanese guy's in medieval times, and he fights this guy um, with his sword, and then the fucking, his assistant guy has a camera that he snuck in. I don't know what the fuck is going on. They're just walking around, setting up nothing. Um, it's like 23 minutes into the movie, and you're like, oh, there's a twist coming, isn't there, where some shit's going to go down. You just feel something happening. It's, it's, I don't know. 
I, I know it's a vague note I made, but that's just I'm like something's gonna happen because they're setting up a lot of things with the uh, the guys behind the scenes. Like you start seeing how obvious they are, especially this one guy that I'll get to. Um, anyway, there's on the space station. Um, Peter Fonda is playing chess with uh, Tracy, and then it's so fucking lame and obvious how they did it. They just painted these guys to look like generic figures from chess games, and then they had them move around, and they just shot it over like green screen, and then inserted it in under this ch- fake chessboard. Then just miniaturized it, and put it on a chessboard. It's it's I guess it's okay for the time. But it's just kind of a little bit... You see it in Harry Potter later on, and it's much better, obviously, because they had more money. But it's just like... I could see myself at the time going, oh, that's cool. But now you're just like, oh. <laughs> you can, I, so it's kind of hard for me. I know I'm saying both things, but it's like, oh, man, you guys, it's so obvious what you did. But you know, what else are you going to do? You don't have much money, probably. Anyway, this movie is all about getting your dick artificially wet. I tell you what. Um, they are just fucking sex robots everywhere, everywhere. It's just 100% about getting robot tang. That's all it is. When you're an astronaut, you drink lots of tang. <laughs> I'm not proud of that one. There's real life rock'em sock of robots aboard the space station. Like you literally hold the controls and you have like, you hold up those fake punching bags and you control a robot and they, f- and they punch each other and like, uh, Tracy wins and she's all proud of it. Even though the guy wasn't paying attention because she's an idiot. Anyway, the robot bartender, um, uh, Peter Fonda walks over to him and shows him a picture of that guy from the beginning that died that told him about Delos. And he's like, have you seen this guy? He goes, no, I have not. And he walks away and he comes back and he, Peter Fonda's like, I forgot my photo. Did you have that? And the, the robot bartender's like, nope. And he's like, you're a fucking liar. I know that, you fucking liar. He doesn't say that, but you know, I'm, I'm saying that. And he's like, I'm not a, I do not lie, sir. And he's like, I know you saw that photo. And I'm like, do we not trust bartenders or the elderly or robots? I can't tell which which one they're telling me not to trust here. I'm guessing the robots, but it could be like a, a, a hint at elderly abuse. I'm not sure if we're supposed to berate old people now or or um, bartenders. I, I I prefer bartenders over the other two, I guess, because um, they bring the alcohol. I can't tell you the last time an old person brought me an alcohol and alcohol, a single alcohol. That's right. Okay, 23 minute twist. Man, the guy I mentioned earlier, I was like, something's going to go wrong. He seems to literally hate his life. He's like this weird scientist. He reminds me of uh, Bradley Whitlock from Billy Madison. He just has this fro, this weird afro thing. And he's just like, uh, and he's just constantly staring down or looking down like the, the, the Stanley Kubrick look where you look, you put your head down and you look up and you look evil as shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is this guy's playing? Why is he so mad about everything? <sighs> um, They go, they go and they tour the, uh, Peter Fonda and Tracy, they start touring where the scientists are, where they're, they're, they're controlling everything. Basically, the control panels. And he goes, I want you to pick out one of these men and turn him on. Just trust me, Socks. Her name is Socks because she has red socks when they fucked once. That's literally the, why she's named Socks. Um, he basically, he's like, why don't you go pretend to fuck one of these guys? And he's, I guess, I, I was like, oh, he's probably testing to see if they're robots or not. And the guy's just like, no, ma'am. No, man. He reminds me of the Mighty Casey from Twilight Zone. He's just like super smiley and awkward. And he's like, no, ma'am, oh, I don't want to. He seems autistic. Oh, no, thank you. I don't want that. And I was like, oh, the movie thought they were tricking us because he's like, what's wrong with these people? And the, the main bad guy goes, oh, they're, they're robots, of course. Robots don't feel things. Like, they don't want to fuck you. They aren't trained for sex. And I was like, was the movie, did the movie think they were tricking us? And they think, what? The, obviously, they're fucking robots. We knew that. Holy shit. That's my, that's my only guess. My only guess was that they are robots, and they are. That's, 
That's all I had going. I wasn't like, they're weird people. I was like, oh, those are just robots. I, I get it. And if you're not hiding them, if you're not, the whole thing is he's like, oh, I thought he told you that they're robots. I'm sorry. And I was like, if you're not hiding them, then why make them all look differently? And then they all have different faces and they're complete. Like, why do you give them faces? Why give them skin? What the fuck? Who is this for? If this isn't, the people aren't supposed to see this. The customers, the paying customers aren't supposed to see this. This is just for the two journalists who are seeing behind the scenes. I guess maybe they did that so they would not freak out and be like, oh, robots. But they know they're robots. You're not hiding it. Who the fuck is this for? Why do they have faces? Holy shit. Moving on. There is a long sequence of Fonda like, snooping around the fucking park and then finding an arm and then Blythe, what's her name? Fucking Tracy Ballard finds Westworld, the old Westworld lot. And he hits her with it and then blah, blah, blah. And I didn't really care. It doesn't matter. They're snooping. I get it. Holy shit. It goes on way too long. Um, they go back, and then they talk about sex robots, and then they're super hyper-aware that they're sex robots. And, um, and I couldn't stop thinking about this and the difference between this and Westworld, the, the first movie, because in the first movie, they were all... They believed they were who they were. Like, they were like, I'm a prostitute. That's why I'm a sex robot. They're not, But they didn't go, I'm a robot. They're just like, I have sex with you because I'm a prostitute. Robot was not part of this. It was not part of the equation. It was in, in the human's eyes, but the robot had no fucking idea. In this one, they're like, I'm programmed for sex because I'm a robot who has sex. I am a robot. That's what I do. I, I suck, and I am electronic. And you're like, that's all they ever talk about. All these robots ever talk about is how much they want to fuck and how they're the 500 series and they suck dick. That's basically all they're saying. Very different from the first movie. Anyway, the evil scientist, he says, um, he's basically worried that Chuck Browning uh, Peter Fonda's character is getting too curious and how he's really getting involved there. And he he says all four subjects have been given their drugs, given drugs in their food, and they're ready to get picked up. And it, immediately from the eye intro, from the beginning, I assume they're turning them into the robots, right? And I guess I'm a little off. We'll, we'll get there. There's a weird surgery scene. I couldn't figure out what the fuck is happening. The movie is, they're like sitting there and they're draining fluids and adding extra fluids. I don't know what the fuck is going on. And they're, um, at this point, I was like, oh, shit. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Lord. There's still an hour left of this movie. Holy shit. That is so much time, and it's going so fucking slow. Sox has a dream, and she runs down to, um, she has this weird dream, nightmare, and she runs downstairs. They're back at the, the their uh, hotel room um, after this weird surgery thing. She runs down to Chuck, and she's like, I had a nightmare. I'm like, you're a fucking child. Children do this because they don't understand what nightmares are. They don't understand that nightmares are fake and not real, I should say, not fake, that they're not reality, so they freak out and they, they cry. You're a 35-year-old woman, and you're running down the stairs screaming that you had a nightmare, and you're crying, crying. Literally, there's tears rolling down her fucking face over a nightmare. Grow the fuck up, lady. Grow the fuck up. I'm so I was so fucking mad at her. I would have smacked the shit out of her. I wish Peter Fonda would have. If he were if he were Henry Fonda, his dad, his sexy fucking dad, that's right, I said it. No, he would have slapped the shit out of her. He would have just not stopped hitting her until she stopped crying. He's one of those guys. But Peter Fonda was like, it's whatever, man. He's too much of a hippie for my liking, honestly. I love Henry Fonda. Peter Fonda's too much of a hippie. 
Even his IMDb, IMDb picture, he's smiling with like fucking weird sunglasses on. He always has yellow sunglasses on. What the fuck, dude? Is the sun not bright enough for you? You need yellow sunglasses to look at it with to make it even brighter? What the fuck? Why am I so mad at Peter Fonda? I like Peter Fonda. I really have nothing against him. He's just a little too hippie-ish for me. Anyway. The, um, so they, she's like, where are you going? When she's crying about her dream, her fucking nightmare. And he's like, I'm going to go snoop around try to find some secrets. She's like, I'm going to go with you. And he's like, no, no, you're not. He's like, I guess I'll call the bad guy, whatever his name is, Dr. Schneider. And he's like, don't you wouldn't. She's like, test me. I'm like, how about you discuss your plan even louder in front of the cameras that you know are there? You know they're watching you. You you were in the control room and you saw all the cameras everywhere. Why the fuck are you discussing this out loud? I would write it on a piece of paper and have her be like, peek at it. And be like, oh, no. And then write it down. Holy shit. Don't talk loud. And I guess it doesn't matter then because if you're going to sneak around these cameras everywhere, they're going to fucking find you anyway. So what the fuck? None of this makes any sense. Okay. While sneaking around by where the rocket was launched, um, they sneak out, and then it's like where they were before, and then a bunch of fucking samurai pop out of nowhere, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I gotta admit, I was tuned out by this point. I was kind of like barely watching it. I was taking my notes. I was doing this. I was drinking, and I was kind of just like, what the fuck's going on now? Why are there samurais? And they're like, the samurais were, oh, man. What the fuck ever? I'll get there. Um they get saved by a janitor, and then they run away. And then, you, you, I guess what I want to say is the '70s movies are the '70s movies because they have this super loud sound effect, like your for their feet, like they're running in lieu of music. There's no music, and it's just these hyper sound effects that sound like it's 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 so cool sounding. Don't get me wrong, but all the '70s sci-fi movies have this. It's very strange. I can't really explain it. Other than that, it's just like this hyper sound that doesn't really exist in a reality and no music for unless it's action. There's no music and you're just hearing everything. It's very strange. I kind of like it. I know it sounds like I'm making fun of it, but I really do like it. The uh, janitor hints at the fact that water ruins him. That's why he lives. He stays down there because they can't go down there. His name's Harry Croft, the janitor guy. I guess he's more of a I I wrote janitor in my notes, but then I find out he's kind of like a maintenance guy, I guess. Um, the um, wow, my notes are nonsense by this point. I was kind of drunk and I was watching this movie, going, "Oh, I hate this movie." The <laughs> the they do this thing where they they invade her mind, and then they they turn dreams into images. And it was, I didn't know what the fuck was happening. They kind of explain it, but it was very confusing. And it explains why Yul Brenner is returning in this movie as the gunslinger. Because he has no reason to be in this movie. It's just a fucking cash grab to tie it into the first movie to get people to go, oh, that must be a direct sequel. Nope. He's just in a dream sequence. It's his last movie he made before he died, too. So fuck you, movie. How dare you do that to him? I just, it just didn't make any sense. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're, they're making her dreams, and they're, you can turn it back into an image, and you can watch it. And it made me realize that she and probably all of them are robots already. And they're being chased by ninjas in the dream. Uh, it didn't make any sense. In her dream, she's being chased by ninjas. And I was like, what the fuck's happening? Because they're wearing like Hunter's Orange. And I'm like, if you want to be a ninja and hide, Hunter's Orange is the color for you. Neon Orange. That's right. They might as well have like flashlights and glow sticks and waving them around in like an air horn. 
That's the only way that could be more fucking obvious. If why the fuck would you put ninjas in orange? Oh my god, piss me off so bad. There's a weird the whole thing's like a weird Big Lebowski dream sequence where this is like out of world and she's like reaching for the gunslinger and he grabs her and they start twirling around. I even took a Snapchat of it because I was like, what the fuck is happening? I couldn't figure the fuck out. I rewound like three times and I'm like, why? What is happening? I holy shit, movie, calm down. Anyway, they uh, Chuck is showing them. They they found this thing where it's like this room that they all go into and it's all secret, but you can only go in there if you're a 700, a 700 model. I can't, 500s are the sex ones. So I don't know if 700's too good for sex or are they like super good at sex? Like, are they really good at sex? These guys will suck you dry. I don't know. Anyway, there's, um, they have to sneak in there. I look down. There's still fucking half hour left. I was so bored. You know I'm bored when I when I write down how long is in the fucking movie because I'm mad. And um, they're watching the 700 robots go into the secret room by going. They'll, they'll walk up to this little uh, display monitor and they'll go. They start saying the numbers out loud, and then the display literally displays the number on a screen. And I'm like, hey, maybe if it's a secret code. Maybe you don't have a visual display. Maybe don't you know? They don't have to read it back. They don't have to be able to go. Yep, those are the numbers I said. Anyone back there see it? Yep, it's that big. Okay. And hey, maybe also don't make them say it out loud. There's a fucking pin pad right there, like a phone, like a like a um, oh, like a phone. I don't know what to say. Holy shit! Just just don't have it displayed. Don't don't say it out loud. If it's that big of a fucking secret, don't say it out loud. Don't display it for sure. Obviously, it's not going to be secret for long. Anybody can look over there and figure it out. Holy shit. I hate this. I hate this scene. Um, they sneak in there with a fake robot eye, and then it's like they walk over there like, we can't remember 74316. They can't. Between two or three grown-ups, grown-ups they can't remember a five-digit number without having to read it off a piece of paper. Um, at this point, I got so bored, I looked at the IMDb photos, and one of the posters says, is this you? Or are you you? Future world, where you can't tell the mortals from the machines, even when you look in the mirror. And I was like, well, there you go. There's a, there goes that, se- that secret. Because, you know, you're just saying it. And then one of the posters says 2000, like it, like it was set in the year 2000. And then another one of them says 2002, but it's set in 1985. And I'm like, I don't fucking get it. I don't understand what's happening. I just don't. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know what they're going for. Were they trying to cash in on the 2001 craze, which was long over by then? I don't know what's happening. I don't know why they're saying these different years. Oh, I don't fucking get it. Anyway, like I said, they, they sneak in with a fake robot eye, and then they, whatever. They see clones of themselves enter the room by the rocket thing. I don't know what the fuck's happening. And some weird James Bond set. And I'm like, this is what the d- American dad James Bond spoof is all about. Tearjerker. When they, I don't robots replacing reporters and people of power so that the evil corporation, blah, blah, blah. That's what the American Dad James Bond spoof is about, the tearjerker one. Go watch it. It's on it's on Netflix. I said iTunes. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. They do this secret shit. If you're going to do secret shit like this and invite reporters, to, and you know what reporters do. They snoop because they were fucking reporters. That's how you report secret things that you don't want, people don't want found out. Obviously, that's what they're going to do. Maybe don't do your secret shit on site. Just do it somewhere else. Just somewhere somewhere very else. I know that doesn't make sense, 
but but I'm going to say it again. Somewhere very else. Not where you are, is what I'm saying. Not where the reporters are. Do that somewhere else. That's all I can say. Don't be fucking idiots. Don't be idiots. Don't be the idiots who put a display for your secret code. I don't know. Fuck. I hate this, fa- I hate this fucking movie. I really hate this movie. I hated it. I'm going to say it one more time. No, I'm not. Um, the, um, the head bad guy reveals that he's, he's a part of it. And then, then uh, he, he tells him this in the most 70s living room ever. It's back at his hotel room, I think. Um, Socks is upstairs. She throws this weird box thing on him. And then it looks like it weighs a lot, but it does literally nothing to him. And he just shoots it, shoots at him. And then uh, Peter Fonder shoots him, shoots the uh, bad guy. And then electricity flies out from him. And Fonda doesn't understand what's happening. Like he he shoots the bad guy. The bad guy falls down, and electricity shoots out of him. And what else would that mean? It means he's a robot, right? Well, then Peter Fonda removes the guy's face, and he goes, "Oh, he's a robot." I was like, "No fucking shit!" The electronics, the circuits that were being fried when you shot him were kind of a giveaway. I assume he didn't just have, like, a mechanical chest and the rest of him was human. I assume he was entirely a robot. Oh, my God. This this movie is so stupid all the way through. I fucking hated this movie. It really did. Um, fake Fonda then stabs Harry to death with a huge fucking kitchen knife. Um, that's fake Fonda, the robot Fonda. So Harry doesn't even make it out of the movie. Um, the only thing he had going for him was, you know, getting out of there, and they got, he got killed. With, I don't know why fake Fonda was carrying on a big kitchen knife. It was, like... Like chopping onion, chopping tomatoes on knife. I don't know what the fuck you had it for. And then fake socks finds herself in Westworld because she's following real, real socks. And then they have a you know a quick draw, and then she beats the robot version, so she's dead. And then on top of the missile silo, Fonda tosses the other Fonda off, and I was like, I thought it was gonna be where the Family Guy joke was from, where he's like they hug, and then the face falls open, and you see the circuits, and he's like, oh nothing. I thought that's what this is. I'm like, oh maybe this is what this is referencing, and. Uh, we'll get there. Um, I, I, I feel like I'm scrambling trying to describe this movie, but I fucking hate it. I just want to get this over with. The uh, scientist, he, they're leaving after this. They just fucking leave. They, the vacation's over, I guess. They're walking on the stairs. They're going back to that one tram that takes them back to wherever they're from. And the scientist, the Bradley Whitlock guy, he's just like, well, I hope you enjoyed your stay. And he's kind of like, Testing to see if they're the robots, and they're like, "Yes, we enjoyed our stay. We look forward to forward to writing you a very good review." So long, and he's like suspiciously pleased. He's like, "Yes, yes. What's going on? Yes." And then they get downstairs, and the scientist is in there watching him on the stairs. And he turns around, and then the robot Blythe stumbles down the fucking stairs. It was so stupid. And she's like, "They're the wrong ones." And then the scientist guy runs to the balcony, and you see Fonda give him that. That one thing where you you stuff your hand in your arm, your 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 elbow, and then it's like the up yours thing. Then he gives him the middle finger. And then he runs in the tram, and I was like, that was so fucking juvenile. It was so stupid. Is this the worst ending of all time? Is it the worst ending of all time? It might be. That was so fucking lame. Huh, middle finger, bye. Huh. What the fuck was that? I I hated this movie. I really did, and it was originally titled. Did nobody learn the lesson from the first time? Which is the... It's just saying, hey, this is a cash grab sequel. It's basically just saying that. 
But they said they didn't want to make it the movie title a question. And it's not even a good question. It's not like, did we learn or do robots learn or something like that? No, it's long and stupid, which really would describe this movie very well. And then I also read that it was a day at Delos Resorts is now $1,200, which means it went up $200. But you're severely risking your life knowing that sometimes the robots will kill everybody involved. So this one's not about the robots revolting. It's about the evil corporation behind it, which actually is more interesting to me. They just did it in the most boring, shitty way. There's some good stuff in this movie. Don't get me wrong. But overall, fucking terrible. Fucking hated it. Some good sequences. Fucking terrible, though. Holy shit. Okay, guys, I'm done with this. I'm done with this fucking movie. I can't wait to get on the next episode where I talk about the actual TV show that I'm excited about. Oh, man, I want to talk about it. I'm going to come. Check out liwstudios.com. Go there. All the shows are on there. Bunch of shows, guys. Go check them out. Review shows, original shows, tons of stuff. Um, Go subscribe to youtube.com slash loitering in wonderland. Loitering in wonderland. Any questions, comments, send them to loiteringinwonderland at gmail.com. Loiteringinwonderland at gmail.com. So, guys, until next time, and in the meantime, so long, citizens of Future World.